on the line. Um, thank you for joining us in a virtual press conference today. Um, uh, I will uh, have a statement. I will turn it over to President Carter and then to Alder Martin. Um, and then we will take uh, one question per reporter um, and uh, we'll need to, I think, just move through the list. Um, our tech facilitator will handle that process when we get to it. Um, so we'll just go ahead and get started. Thousands of people have come out in Madison and around Wisconsin over the past few weeks to protest the murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and the many taken before them at the hands of police. I have heard from thousands of Madisonians in the past week, the vast majority of whom are supportive of the Black Lives Matter movement and the peaceful protests that have occurred in Madison. I recognize, as I know many in our community do, that there is deep pain as a result of the long-term historical harms to the Black community, much of which is just now being acknowledged by the white community in our country as a product of seeing a video that showed the brutal killing of George Floyd at the hands of police. But what happened in Madison last night was far from the peaceful protests that have largely marked our community's grieving process over recent weeks. The behaviors that we saw were incredibly dangerous, putting people's lives at risk. It is important that we separate First Amendment protests from those engaged in criminal conduct. Last night, people attacked a state senator who championed workers' rights in 2011, pulled people out of their cars, and attempted to set fire to a building with dozens of people inside. Anyone who engaged in violence and criminal conduct against people or property on the streets of Madison will be held accountable. I have asked that the Madison Police Department expedite the investigation into all the incidents of cars pushing through crowds, arson, including throwing Molotov cocktails into buildings, and other incidents putting people in harm's way, and to make arrests or issue citations as warranted. I have also asked for Yeshua Musa's initial appearance before a judge to be expedited so that his case can be resolved. I recognize that we need better options in our community to de-escalate situations and offer restorative justice. Over the past weeks, we have heard chants of who keeps us safe, we keep us safe. It is time for that us and that we to include everyone in Madison. Because every single person who lives here deserves to be and to feel safe in our city. 
And it is up to every single one of us to make that true. Everyone, police, protester, elected official, business owner, resident, everyone must find it within themselves to show compassion and kindness for each other and to care about each other's safety and well-being. People are asking for real substantive changes and the city is responding. Today, Madison City and school district leaders agreed to end the contract for school resource officers, known as SROs, the police officers that are stationed in high schools, calling for a new approach to managing conflicts in our schools and supporting student needs. Myself, Council President Sherry Carter, and Alders Bedar, Balde, Moreland, McKinney, Rummel, Martin, Kemble, Furman, and Heck are co-sponsoring a resolution that will be introduced tomorrow to terminate the contract before the beginning of the next school year. We expect that the school board will vote on this matter on Monday. Please see school board president Gloria Ray's statement on this. Local community organizers have been calling for the end of the SRO contract, citing significant racial disparities, school-based arrests, and citations. Ending this contract, effectively removing SROs from schools, is a first step in addressing this disparity. We must now work together to redirect funding from police to new forms of youth and student support. City alders and county supervisors and city staff are closely evaluating alternative ways to respond to crises in schools and in our community. And I will let Alder Arvina Martin respond to questions about that. I want all of our community to know that these are the first of many steps we must take and that government here in Wisconsin and in the city of Madison is listening and being responsive. We are working to end the violence and keep everyone safe. Everyone in Madison must now be part of this effort to create safety where there is fear, to create understanding where there is mistrust, and to bring healing where there has been harm. Thank you, and I'll turn it over to Council President Sherry Carter now. Thank you, Mayor. You know, I understand what each of you have been asking for. And we are doing everything we can to look into your request and try to implement them. But I also understand the balance in times like these. It may not seem the best forward. But we must come together. And it's especially important for the Black community. We must be honest with each other. And more importantly, we must be able to be unified in what we're asking for. 
some of us has been working most of our lives for justice. And some of us just started in recent years. But nevertheless, the goal is the same. We want justice, not only in the criminal system, but we want justice in city services also. So I hear you. But in the process of hearing you, I do want the violence against each other to end. This is a critical time in the Black community. Let's not forget that. Our moment is now, and we need to work together to achieve what we've been working for for 400 years. So please, call me. Let's talk. Let's sit down. Let's work together. Because one thing I do know is together we achieve more. Thank you. Thank you, President Carter. Turn it over now to Alder Arvina Martin. Thank you, Mayor. Um, earlier today, uh, alders and county board supervisors met with national experts regarding the implementation of a model that would change how and who responds to 911 calls that don't necessarily need police presence, that help uh, get individuals the resource, resources they need and to divert them from the criminal justice system. Uh, in the next few weeks, we will be working as a city and as a county to utilize advice and recommendations from the Dane County Criminal Justice Council on making a program like this a reality here in Madison. There have been uh, great successes with programs like this um, in cities like Denver, Colorado and Eugene, Oregon that we will learn from. This will take a lot of effort by all of us, including, including the city, the county, Madison Police, Madison Fire, Dane County 911, Dane County Sheriff, as well as community partners and the Madison community at large. Thanks. Thank you, Alder Martin. It appears that um, uh, attendees have access to the raise hand function. So if you could please use the raise hand function to indicate that you have a question. Um, again, we'll take one question um, uh, at a time. And we'll start with uh, Chris Rickard. Go ahead. Mr. Rickard. Sorry, I was on mute. You hear me? There you go. Okay. Where were you last night when the protests were happening? I was in various places around the city, um, watching on the cameras and listening to the radios. Um, and in constant contact with my staff and with the police staff. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Next is Danny Maxwell. Can you hear me okay, Mayor? Yes. Um, a follow-up to that, you said you were in constant co uh, contact with police. It seemed from our observations that poli uh, police were standing back a little bit while this destruction was happening. We'd like to know who made that call 
Were you satisfied with the police response last night? Thank you for your question, Danny. Um, there is a false rumor going on around the, uh, this. I don't know who started it, that there was an order to stand down. That is false. Um, I know some folks are concerned about the response, uh, but the Madison Police Department command, it works directly with the Capitol Police, the Sheriff's Department, and other local law enforcement. And um, they are in coordination. They make decisions together. I am not in that room. I do not micromanage our law enforcement response. But there has been broad agreement uh, amongst law enforcement that de-escalation and protecting people is the top concern. Um, I defer to the experts here uh, and I don't wish to micromanage the situation, although I will say we have received some communications from police officers that make it sound like they would like us to uh, from the mayor's office or from the council. Uh, micromanage the situation. I don't think that's appropriate, um, but uh, you know, nonetheless, that's the uh, a, a rumor that is out there. Thank you, Danny. Uh, you answered our question. I don't know if we want that later. We have Michelle. Uh, Michelle Bay. Michelle, I need to unmute. Oh, there you go. Can you hear me okay now? Yes. Hi, Mayor. Um, in response to that last question, so what direction have you given uh, to ensure that tonight's protest remains peaceful? We are working on a number of fronts to, uh, with both law enforcement and the community to try and keep things calm uh, and to de-escalate any situations that might arise. Um, and I think, again, uh, as in previous evenings, uh, local law enforcement will be coordinating closely on their response. All right, we don't have other hands raised. Are there other questions at this time? Shana uh, is Ahmad. Uh, yeah, hello. Hello. Hi, um, I just want to make make sure that this is clear. So in terms of talking about police um, intervening and and making arrests, uh, you're saying you really have no um, oversight over, uh, you know, with with any of that. During the protests, I am in regular communication with the police chief um, and my staff is in com regular communication with his staff. Uh, and the Madison police are coordinating with other local law enforcement um, during anything like this or like what happened last night and have been over the days and weeks. Um, and we consult, but I do not micromanage. All right, we have Kim Shine next. Hi there. Uh, I just wanted to know kind of two, a two in one. Um, you said that the, the man who was arrested last night, that you're hope that you want to have his case move through 
the courts a little bit faster. Do you really think that that's going to de-escalate some of the situations that have happened here, or is it is it more of a, of a problem? Like, will this actually help that, or are you just doing this just because? And then also um, for Alderman Martin, the model that you're working on, when exactly is that supposed to come out? Thank you for your question, Kim. Um, I hope that you have all seen the video um, of the incident at Cooper's. There, you know, in, in watching it, it's obvious to me that there, it was a very scary situation. There was a child there and it was a very concerning incident. Um, and we had received multiple contacts in my office about similar frightening incidents downtown. I have asked the police to investigate. I have asked that this case be expedited um, and both that we understand what happened uh, and that if it is possible um, for the gentleman as uh, his case to be expedited that that happened because I do think it will help uh, to bring resolution here. Alder Martin, do you want to take the second question? Sure. Um, the question was, what is the model or when or like the timeline? I'm sorry, could you repeat? Yeah, I was wondering about the timeline uh, and exactly what happened. We are looking to have something fleshed out within the next couple of weeks um, and, and we'll be looking for information about things like how much is this going to cost? What kind of staff do we need to um, be working with with uh, EMTs or uh, fire, fire, the fire department in order to kind of either de-escalate situations or help work with perhaps mental health emergencies, things like that. All right, thank you for your question. Next is Doug Glass. Hey there, Mayor. <clears throat> Just wondering, you said you don't micromanage the police response, but my question Basically, as many people are upset by the property damage seen last night, so do you want to see a more direct police response to stop such damage? Have you directed police to respond more directly if there are attempts to damage property? My main concern, and I think that the police share this, is that everyone be safe. Um, and so that includes needing to prevent property damage. As I said, we are very, very concerned about close calls with fires last night. Um, and if, if they had caught, um, it is likely people would have died. Um, and that's completely unacceptable. Um, and so, yes, I think it is very concerning the level of property damage that we're seeing. Um, and, and it is concerning because that it puts people in danger. Um, and that has to stop. All right, uh, we have had uh, one question from everybody who's raised their hand at this point. If there's any other reporters that wish to ask a question, please raise your hand. All right, not seeing any additional uh, reporters with questions. So, um, Alders. Uh, President Carter or Alder Martin, did you want to add anything else? Okay, 
thank you all for participating. Um, feel free to follow up with our respective offices um, if you need to. Um, and I appreciate you, your patience with the virtual format today.